Welcome to the prayer experience. It's great to be able to join you on this lovely Wednesday afternoon in northwest of England. Wherever you are, I'm sure you're having a great day. Please do us a favor. It's important we do that. Click the share button right now. If you are on YouTube, look for that uh, share button. You can share this program on your WhatsApp group. You can share it on your various social media platform that you are a part of. If you're on Facebook as well, you can find the share button, share with friends and people that you know on Facebook. We wanna see more people pray and pray and pray and pray and pray on this platform. The more prayer in the world, the less the forces of darkness against good and righteousness. Also, we've got the prayer experience hotline take advantage of that that's a landline so there are no charges if you're calling from the united kingdom depending of course upon your mobile service provider if you're calling from outside the country check the call charges but that number is there for you give that number a call you need someone to pray for you and someone will pray with you also uh, subscribe to our channel especially on YouTube we want to see subscribers number grow on YouTube I know some of you really like your Facebook but it doesn't take you more than two minutes to go to your YouTube channel and then look for daily talks media and click subscribe share your comments real time and let us know what the Lord is saying to you what you're thinking engage interact you know with other intercessors who are on the platform right now the prayerexperience.com is our official website where everything prayer experience is there we also have blogs we have devotionals we have also live link if you ever at any time struggle to get on the prayer experience just go to that website you click the live link at the time when we are on live and you will be able to pray with us thank you very much for that we're going to go straight into thanksgiving and the scripture we will be looking at psalm 95 from verse 1 to 3 it says come let us sing to the lord let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation let us come to him with thanksgiving let us sing psalms of praise to him for the lord is good a great king above all gods let us give thanks to the lord look around you think about what the Lord's done in your life, that you are alive, that you're here with us, that, you know, God answers prayers. Look at your family, friends, children, grandchildren, your, your community. So much to thank the Lord for. He said, let us sing psalms of praise to him. For the Lord is a great God, a great king above all gods. Come and join me now, wherever you are, indoor, outdoor, whether you're at work or you're on holidays, uh, let's give thanks to the Lord at this minute right now. Father, we want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness, your kindness, your faithfulness over our lives. We want to thank you. We want to sing psalms of praise to you. We want to talk about your goodness. We want to talk about your greatness, that you are God and there is no other like you. None compares to you in heaven and on earth you are amazing father we thank you we give you praise thank you for our children thank you for our family members 
Thank you for our spouses. Thank you for husbands and wives and uncles and aunties. Thank you for the people in our lives, what you're doing uh, for them. Thank you also for this uh, prayer broadcast, the prayer experience. Thank you for the prayer experience community. want to thank you for our family in Pakistan, our family in India, our family in Kenya, Zambia, Nigeria, across the world, and not to forget the United Kingdom. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, let's go and look at the inspired word. I want to talk about God's ultimate purpose. I am very much aware this is the Passion Week. This is the Holy Week. This is the week that Christians uh, set aside worldwide to remember the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I just want to bring an inspiring word that talks about what is the purpose? What's the end game? You know, all of this Jesus dying and all of that. What was God having in mind? What was the end result of what God wanted to achieve through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ? Let's look at this scripture in 1 Corinthians 2, verse 7 to verse 9. It says, No, the wisdom we speak of is the mystery of God, his plan that was previously hidden, even though he made it for our ultimate glory before the world began. So God's plan is for our ultimate glory, is to bring glory to the church, to his children. And then it says, But the rulers of this world never understood it, if they had, they will not have crucified. You see that now? It says, if they had known the, the end plan, if they had known the end results, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. So the intention of God, let's go back to the earlier verse. The intention of God was that his plan that was previously hidden, which the princes of this world didn't know, which the rulers of this world didn't know, he made it for our ultimate glory. So Jesus died, was buried, rose from the dead for our ultimate glory, even before the world began. Now look at the next verse. Look at the next verse. It says, but the rulers of this world, they did not understand it. If they, if they had, they will not have crucified our glorious Lord. Then he goes further to say, that is what the scriptures mean when they say, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 comes into mind here. He says, I know the plans that I have for you. They are plans of good and not of evil to give you an expected end. Jesus, 2,000 years ago, died because God has a good plan for you, has a good plan for me. And I want us to reflect on that right now. Uh, I intend not to say too much about that because there's a lot is loaded. There's so much in there. But if there's anything I want you to take away from here is to pray and ask the Lord, unveil to me more and more, more and more, this ultimate glory that you have planned for me, planned for my children, planned for my brothers and sisters, planned for the church. What does God have in mind? You know, uh, that word was written, eyes have not seen. And Apostle Paul was trying to say, that's what he meant. 
when he said, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, does not enter into the heart of man what God has prepared for those who love him. And I believe that we still not touch the, we, we still yet to touch a tip of all that God has in mind. And that's where praying in the spirit comes in. The more you pray in the spirit, the more your spirit seems to leap and to be able to kind of want to grasp the fullness of what God has in mind. But I'll tell you, none of us, none of us will come to the full perfection of the revelation of God's ultimate purpose until that day when we see Jesus face to face and then the Bible says we will become perfect in knowledge. We will then truly understand. It's on that day many of us will be like, wow. So God, this is what you had in mind all the while. But the devil is so blind to it. He doesn't know it. And all the trials you're going through, all the challenges you're going through, the devil is still blind. He doesn't know that the more he comes against you, the better your future becomes. Come on, let's pray wherever you are right now and say, God, unveil to me. Keep opening my eyes. He says, we see darkly as in a glass. We see darkly as in a glass right now. But there's going to come a time when we will see clearly. We will see with all transparency. We will see in all. This is not 4D, not 3D. <laughs> this is going to be glorious uh, definition. You're going to be able to see in Gloria, Doxa definition. Let me put it that way. Come on, let's pray together. Father, open our eyes day by day as we walk with you to understand your ultimate glory, your ultimate plan. So much uh, going on in our world today, the war in Ukraine, economic trials in various nations, upheavals, unrest, shooting uh, taking place in the United States, and all the crisis and all the violence and all that is going on in our world today. It's so easy to get lost and get immersed in all of these things and we don't understand that you are working out your plan you are working out your purpose the devil can be messing around but god's plan remains the same you're the same yesterday today and forevermore you never change your plan has not changed your plan to glorify the church your plan to glorify your people your plan that one day this world is going to come to an end and a new heaven and a new earth will emerge and you will begin to reveal to us how much you love us. The Bible says that in light years to come, in light years to come, in, in, in endless future to come, you will continue to unveil to us the riches of your grace and your great love that you have for us because we have been made, we've been chosen, we've been created to be carriers of your glory. And Lord, open our eyes to look beyond the mundane things of this world and lift up our eyes and see your glory and grace that awaits us. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. 
Amen. The inspired word carries into the first prayer. We're praying for the church that the God will, will, will give us the spiritual wisdom. I want us to pray for the body of Christ. Pray for the church in Nigeria. Pray for the church in Kenya. Pray for the church in South Africa. Pray for the church across the world. Look at the scripture. Ephesians chapter 1, 17 and verse 18. It says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom. You need it. The spirit of wisdom. What is wisdom? To have deep insight into God's plan and purposes. That's wisdom. And revelation in the knowledge of Him. It says the eyes of your understanding. He's saying the same thing. Spirit of wisdom and revelation, knowledge of you, him, is the same thing he's saying. That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, or the amplified version says to be flooded with light, that you may know. He's saying the same thing. Knowledge of him, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Pray with me where you are, that the church will come into the wisdom of God. There is a wisdom of God for this generation. There is a wisdom of God for this age. There is a plan and a purpose of God for this season. There is a, there is a, there is a divine revelation for 2022 that is available in this time, in this era, that the church needs to walk in. You know, we, we've got to find out what that is, and we've got to function in it. We've got to walk in God's plan and purposes for the now and stop living in the flesh, living by the dictates of the news, the television, the newspapers, and what the politicians are telling us. We've we got to walk with the Spirit of God and say, God, what are you saying in the now? What is your plan for our nation? What is your plan for my family? What is your plan for me? Pray for the church right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, we do pray for the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray, Lord, that you will unveil our eyes, remove the veil over our eyes, over our spiritual understanding, that we may know, that we may come to full knowledge and understanding of your plan, of your purposes, of your agenda, to hear your voice, to know what you're saying per time, per time, per moment, per moment, that we will walk in sync with the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus, that the enemy will not be able to twirl and circumvent and distract us in any way in the name of Jesus. We pray for the church in England, the church in Wales, the church in Scotland, the church in Ireland. We pray for the church in the United Kingdom, oh God, that we will maximize the grace of God that is available for the now. The grace of God that is available for 2022. The grace and the open doors that are made available to preach the gospel, to impact the generations, to bring many more into glory, to reap the harvest, to lift up our eyes and see people that are ready to hear the gospel, to be able to draw them closer to you. Help us, O oh God, that we will quit the bickering, quit the, quit the, the competition, Quit all of these things that are unnecessary and we'll keep our eyes on Jesus. Looking unto him, the author and the finisher of our faith. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. 
Amen. We're going to pray for the nations. And when I say pray for the nations, I'm talking about the unsaved world around us. From your doorstep, anyone who doesn't know Jesus as Lord and Savior is unsaved and is in potential, put, uh, potential danger of dying without knowing Jesus. And if that happens, that is very, very tragic. And that's why we pray for the nations. I'm telling you, you can get healed, you can get delivered, you can get prosperity, you can get anything you want to get in this world. If you miss out on Jesus, you miss the most important thing. That's why I believe salvation is so important. But why are people not getting saved? Let's look at this scripture. It will tell us why people are not getting saved yet. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 4, it says, Satan who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. And then it says they are unable to see. Do you see that now? There's a different dimension for the church. When we pray that the church will see, it is so that the church can see better. It is so that the church can see clearly and with clarity. But you see, if you're not in Christ, you're totally blind. You're 100% spiritually blind. And we got to pray that their eyes be open. Number one, the first thing you see when you get saved, you see Jesus as Lord and Savior, and you respond. It says that they are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. Can we pray that right now? That the enemy that has blinded the minds of people will take his hands off our uncles, our aunties, our brothers, our children who are not yet saved, our work colleagues, people in our lives that are not yet saved. People say all kinds of things. I don't believe in Jesus. I'm, a, uh, I'm an atheist and all of that. They are spiritually blind because if you are spiritually if you can see, you won't say those things. You won't, you won't, you won't but receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Come on, pray with me right now. And say, we remove in the name of Jesus every blindfold over members of my family that are not yet saved. We remove in the name of Jesus every blindfold spiritually over every work colleague, people in my circle of influence, my friends, you know, people in my lives that I know that are not yet saved. I remove the blindfold in the mighty name of Jesus. And I command that the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, that message of the glorious Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, the way, the truth, and the light, that that message will shine over their hearts, over their minds, that there will be an unveiling to see the truth, to understand the truth, and to walk in the light, in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray that for people in our communities. We pray that for people in our nations. We pray that for people in government. We pray that for the politicians who walk about in spiritual darkness, spiritual ignorance, and don't understand the light and the truth of the gospel. Help us, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Come on. I want us to pray into this situation in Ukraine. I want us to just pray into that. Divine intervention. Remember, intercessory prayer is coming again. 
and again, and again, and again, and knocking the door. Matthew 7, 7 says, keep on knocking, keep on seeking, keep on asking. So that's what we're doing. Psalm 66, verse 7, it says, he rules forever by his power. His eyes watch the nations. I love that. God's eyes is watching Russia. God's eyes is, his eyes are, are upon Ukraine, upon Poland, upon Romania, upon Belarus, upon Hungary, upon those nations. He says, do not let the rebellious exalt themselves. Selah. Father, in the name of Jesus, pray with me over that situation. A divine intervention. Lord, your eyes are upon these nations and for the proud and those people perpetuating this war and this violence and the killings of innocent civilians, killings of, of women and children, killings of, of innocent lives, oh God, we pray that, Lord, you will intervene. That's what we are asking for, Lord, a divine intervention. Somehow, Lord, you will step in. One way or the other, Lord, you will step in because of your saints across the world, because of your children across the world that are pleading and asking you. You are God and there is none like you. We cry out to you, Lord. Intervene, Lord, in this situation in uh, uh, Ukraine, oh God. Bring an end to the bloodshed. Father, we hold back the dogs of war. We hold back the spirit behind this violence we rebuke and we bind them in the name of jesus and we pray let peace prevail in the name of jesus we pray over the united nations security council we pray over the government of the united states government of united kingdom government of france germany and all of these nations that got the cloud to try and bring diplomatic efforts to bring an end Father, we pray in Jesus' name. We pray for the government of Ukraine. Wisdom, wisdom to handle this situation. If in any way they can avoid further conflict, help them, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray amen and amen. I want us to pray finally healing prayers. We had a prayer request yesterday about a dear lady, 19-year-old, who had to go into hospital because of certain uh, complications. Uh, and I just want us to pray for her, that God will bring healing and health. And right now, if you're here, you're unwell in your body. Why don't us, let's agree together. He says, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. God is in the middle of our prayers right now. And it says, if two of us shall agree as touching anything, it shall be done of our Father who is in heaven. Whether you are dealing with a, a physical illness or, or a mental health situation or emotional crisis, or it could, whatever it is, ask the Lord to touch you today. Look at what it says in Jeremiah chapter 17 and verse 14. It says, heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me and I shall be saved for you are my praise. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. It's a certainty that if God touches you, you will be healed. And if he healed you, you will be healed in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just agree together right now with our brothers and sisters across the globe who are online right now, or people who might come on uh, to pray with us uh, later on on the recorded version. We want to release our faith for healing 
and health. I pray for this 19-year-old lady, Lord, who's gone into hospital, that you will bring healing and deliverance to her body right now in the name of Jesus. Give the medical personnel the wisdom and the, and the wherewithal to be able to treat that situation and bring about a reversal so she can come into full health and well-being in the name of Jesus. And we want to agree with people who are on the platform right now putting down their prayer requests for healing or whatever it is. Lord, there's nothing that is beyond you. That, Lord, your ears are open to our cry and you are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ever ask or think according to the power that works within us. Thank you, Lord. We receive, we believe that we receive in the name of Jesus. We believe that we receive in the name of Jesus. We believe that we receive in the name of Jesus. And we release the ministering spirits to go forth and cause the will of God to be done in every life, in every situation, and bring glory to the name of our Lord God Almighty. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Let's give thanks together right now and say thank you. Thank you, Lord, because you hear us all the time when we pray. We pray in the morning, you hear us. We pray in the evening, you hear us. Thank you because you always hear us when we pray. You're a good, good father. That's who you are. Amen and amen. Thank you. Thank you, everyone who's prayed along with me today. Really appreciate each and every one of us in the middle of this Holy Week, Passion Week, as we remember what Jesus did for us. Please subscribe to the Daily Talks Media uh, channel on YouTube if you can. Look for it. Click the subscribe button. We've been doing well in the last few weeks. Come on, let's keep pushing that on until we get to some, <laughs> some, some real high numbers. In Jesus' name, amen. Also subscribe to the free audio podcast. Look for it. Uh, just, just search Daily Talks Media on all your uh, podcasting service provider. We are on Android, we're on iOS, and all devices, okay? You can pray, and God will bless you as you do that. Also, I'd like you to join the Prayer Experience community. We have a Facebook page for the Prayer Experience community. We also have a WhatsApp uh, group as well. Just message any of the team and ask them, how can I be a part of this? And we will get in touch with you and let you know how you can be a part of that. Well, I've come to the end of today's prayer. And I thank you for being with us today. We will be back tomorrow. It's a Thursday, the day before the Good Friday at 1 p.m. God bless you. Have a lovely and fantastic day. Bye-bye.